This is Polykill, where two men, outnumbered by their games and at war with time, undertake the quest of defeating their lengthy backlogs. Please adjust your seat and prepare your ears for the banter of your hosts, Jake and Travis. Hello once again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Polykill Podcast. As always, we are your host. I am Travis, sitting across from the twice hungover Jake. Hello, Jake. Hello, Travis. Now, I'm going to point out something here that the listeners can't see because they're not here. We're not on video. You're wearing the black shirt today, not me. That is right. You're wearing half navy, half maroon shirt like you're about to try out for a t-ball squad downtown. Yeah, buddy. It's called a ragland. Is that what it's called? It's called, called, yeah. That is what it's called. Another thing that people can't see or don't know is that uh, this is our second time doing this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was a little bit of an equipment malfunction, probably due to my, mm, I've got, see, uh, two alcohol hangovers and a hell of a food hangover. Right. Because I ate a lot this weekend. You mixed corn, mashed potatoes, Thai curry, and what's the other thing? Here's here's, here's what happened. Let me break it down for you. Starting yesterday at around 2 o'clock, I had a bowl of Thai hot Mossman curry. About four hours later, I literally ate a two-pound steak, a baked potato, two handfuls of asparagus. Uh, I like how that's a measurement. Yeah, because we were, you know, we were cooking out. We were bros, you know, because Saturday's for the boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I had, uh, what the fuck else did I have? Yeah, I had some macaroni and cheese. Dude, pepto? Like, or is there I, any pepto? No, no. Wow. And Thumbs? I didn't drink water all day. All I had was beer oh, and Coke with uh, with alcohol in it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're on your second run of this episode. Let yeah. Me, hey. I'm actually doing better than I was. You are a little perked up. And I think yeah. it's be- the hilarity of we recorded. Oh, yeah. And this morning you had a big bowl of pho. Oh, yeah. And right. a summer roll. As you and should. half my wife's curry. That's a beautiful breakfast is yeah. to have a like giant four big glasses steaming of hot bowl of pho for I'm, breakfast. Oh, good. It's good hangover food. But I just want to say like. Mm. We we did have what I would consider, in, people look at episode 87 for us and they're like, right. you know, that's your that's your greatest hits album. Right. I was trying to think of the best album by somebody and I just like, probably the greatest hits one is yeah. the best, right? <laughs> yeah. People look at that one and they're like, that's, that's Joshua your Tree. fucking Joshua Tree right yeah. there. That's your, that's your Joshua Spruce. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we recorded an hour and 27 minutes and 22 seconds of gold. Gold. And gold. You guys would have loved it. God. You would have loved it's it so God. much. It's God. So we're back here again. Do <laughs> it all over again. again. Yeah. Um, we're we're staying hydrated. Now, if you're new to the show, we usually only record it once. Yeah. <laughs> this time it's twice. So it's going to say if it sounds rehearsed because it goddamn is. Yeah. Because there were a lot of jokes I made that I was really proud of. I, I missed some opportunities that I'll hopefully capture this time around. Have you ever gone to a comedy show, but you get the second hour? Yes. It's still a good hour. It's better because they give fewer fucks. They give fewer fucks. The later the show is, like if, they, if they've already done the show once and then they do the second show, they just go off the rails. They're a little punchy, great. a little more interactive with the audience, which yeah. we do not have here unless you count my cat. Right. And um, I think it'll be a still a good show. Now, if again, if you're new to the show, we do just talk about playing video games, beating video games. Right. And try to have fun with it. We're a little not bit a, of collection shit. A little bit of, coll- little bit of collection shit. <laughs> and uh, you know, we try to have a little fun with it. We're not a spreadsheet. We're right. a couple guys. Yeah. Sorry, Q-Dog. Uh, I yeah. know you love spreadsheets. I mean, so we're not starting to like disparage them. I love spreadsheets. Yes. Yeah. But this is not what this is. Correct. This is more of a word document. Yeah, with like <laughs> pictures and stuff. Yeah, pictures. All right. Recent pickups and on the radar. I picked up a limited run mm-hmm. sex edition. Is yeah. that a thing? Uh, sure. Of bloodstained curse, curse of, the, of moon. The, owl, the moon. Yes. And I never know what the, the rest of it is. Yeah. Because some people say like it's it's bloodstained 
circle of the mouth. No. Nope. And I'm like, no, that sounds right, but it's <laughs> not. Be I, right. Bet, I bet it's not it. No. They're like, it's ritual of the blood. And I'm like, I think it's the next one. I think <laughs> that is the sequel. The next one is, uh, uh, fuck. The fuck? Bloodstain. Uh, Bloodstain. Curse of the Night oh, or really? something. No, oh, Circle no. of the it's Mother. It's not Circle. It's Mother Circle. Nope. It's, it Danzig's in it. Listen, I got Bloodstained, <laughs> and you have the collector's Curse. edition. You're, I don't have it. I you ordered do. it. You ordered it. You, you got oh, your I copy. I have my copy. I don't know how my copy I didn't yet. remember that from the first time we recorded this. <laughs> uh, no, I got my copy. Mm-hmm. Um, it came with just it and like a little card, a little like hologram card. Right, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, as yeah. It Give do. that to me if you don't want it. I do want it. Okay. I'm going to mm-hmm. put it in the case once I... Take the See, our, plastic our, panty our, sheath off of it. <laughs> our friend uh, Frankie, aka Viper Strike, mm-hmm. gave me a fucking three ring binder, a limited run three ring binder to put all my limited run cards in. Yeah, you, you should be nice. Give me Frankie. something nice for my birthday. I'll give you all my cards. <laughs> okay. I just spilled coffee all the way down my neck. Yep. All right. So uh, that's what I got. That's no, I, didn't, I didn't get the Castlevania sexy edition. That's yeah, what you're waiting. Yeah, for. I, yeah, I'm waiting on that. So for my pickups. I essentially uh, just got a couple of Final Fantasy games, technically three, but on two carts. I got Final Fantasy X and X2. So you say carts, these are on the Switch, obviously. Correct, correct. Yeah, these are collection pickups, and I don't collect for anything else about the Switch. So the uh, Final Fantasy X and X2, uh, 10 is on the cart, uh, 2 you have to download, but I think you do require the 10 carts to be in, even if you're playing the downloaded version of 10 2. So there's like some weird bullshit. It's a circus. Well, I think it's actually better for reselling that way. Really? I think because huh. I think it's a multi-use code, but you can only use it with one cart or something. I don't know. Um, and I got Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy twelve, the Zodiac Age. You said it better in the first episode. I did because <laughs> I think I said that I got it for forty-one dollars instead right. of fifty. Yeah, yeah, and that's a deal. I'll take it. Yeah, man. And uh, we'll get into more of Final Fantasy a bit later. But mm. uh, so, are those the only Final Fantasy games that are that are on the Switch? No, uh, seven is also on the Switch and nine. Fizz edition. Uh, no, yeah, those are the only Fizz edition. Fizz so far. Dish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Would bad. be great to get that. Um, the whole. I mean, it's going to be weird to have holes in that. You know, if if those ever do Fizz, which they may or may not. I doubt they will. They they won't. Okay. I doubt they will. Do you think that these will be the only uh, old Final Fantasies to hit the Switch? Then. I don't see anything else coming. I don't see anything else coming down the road, man. Interesting. I don't. But uh, you know, I'd like to be surprised and wronged. Oh but, yeah, uh, I love that part. That's that's the best part being of wrong. being alive is being wrong, but in a good way. Sure, like <laughs> they're never going to do that thing right. I want so bad, and then they do that thing you want so bad. Like the Transformers Bumblebee movie, I was wrong about that. That was felt good. You oh you you want you did you thought you wouldn't like it, and you liked it exactly. God, that's good. I like it. I felt that way about the Power Rangers movie. I was like, look at this piece of shit, and then I watched it. And I was like, I really like that one guy. He was good. <laughs> good nice. good stuff. All right, so <clears throat> on the radar next two weeks. Things that are coming out. Yep, yep. And this is for the period of May 7th through May 20th. That's right. Yep. Yep. Now, in the middle of that period of time, Mm -hmm. I have a uh, PhD proposal for my dissertation, which means um, I don't have a lot to look forward to in life, but the day after it, Mm -hmm. Rage 2 drops. I'm looking forward to that also. I'm looking for a celebration. I think it's going to be a celebration. It's going to be a lot of Mad Max with spray paint. Yeah. And desert. And doomy, like, FPS controls. Still a car. Still a doom buggy. Yeah, well, yeah. Are there cars? There's cars. Or are they just doom buggies? I don't know, man. I don't really know the difference. Is it, is it only a doom buggy if it's a car that looks like you've stripped everything off of it and put it in a desert? I think so. I think uh, it, to be a buggy, I think it, there's... I think it has to have exposed suspension. I think that's the that's, key. Then it's a buggy. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with that. Like a shopping cart, it's a shopping buggy because you can see you that can it has see no that suspension. It has no suspension. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that. PS4, yeah, Xbox One, PC. 
I have uh, already uh, 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 pre-ordered that some bitch from Newegg for forty-four bucks. Really? It'll be delivered on release day. I'm very excited. And then the um, day after it releases, it'll be forty bucks, and you'll be mad. I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know how it is these days, I though. I know, uh, but I am excited to play this. I, I I know very little about everything, but I'm really buying this on the who's involved really you know bethesda is much better at publishing than developing in my opinion oh my god and uh i think they're doing a great job as a publisher and then you got avalanche and id making the game and that's just a recipe for success in my opinion and you didn't like rage one a ton i did not i thought it was bland a bit stock and kind of misleading in terms of the premise of the game but uh this one seems to be just throwing his balls out and saying look here's some testicles i liked it but um i could definitely say you uh, you thought that yeah Okay, cool. What else? Uh, I also have a game that uh, I'm just terribly curious about, mainly because it looks different, and it looks like it's going to be uh, good, uh, more so than I would anticipate. And I'm, I'm kind of hopeful on it. It's going to be a budget title. So, well, not budget. It's going to be 50 bucks. So, semi-budget, I guess. Um, if your budget can't hack that extra 10 for a $60 game, sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, but it's called uh, A Plague Tale Colon Innocence. Which sounds like a book written by an anti-vaxxer. Oh, shit. A, a that joke, joke I made was, on yeah. the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one this one looks pretty cool. It's coming out May 14th. Um, I think it's got, you know, I honestly don't know if it's going to be like published by Focus Home Interactive, but I think most people that you know pay attention to the stuff it is actually published by focus home interactive so wow. that's why it feels like and it. you said it feels like i that. did I didn't, in the first I didn't episode know. which no one heard right but that's good that's a really good call yeah um i mean that's it says something about focus home interactive when they have like got a distinction a you know, distinction got a, got a style yeah. um but this thing looks pretty cool it's the story of two siblings that i i think are orphaned at this point because it is you know fucking goddamn plague time in the medieval and everything's right. shit and orphans mud. rats i'm imagining right. it's lots of rats persecution of cats even though they didn't deserve it right they were doing their they best. They were trying to, like, you know, equilibrium out the whole Egypt thing. Yeah. But I think, in general, this game looks like it's got some cool mechanics. Like, you know, the rats are afraid of fire, so you got to carry a torch around to scatter them. And, you know, they eat people and rats eat people? wildlife oh, and they do all that people. shit. Yeah, yeah. I so, I don't know. It just looks like something different. I've been kind of jonesing for something a little off the beaten path because I feel like in the last few years, especially this year and the year before, I've just been playing a lot of the, the highlights. Yeah. You know, so I'm wanting to jump down, maybe hit that, you know, the nosebleeds of video games, if you will. The it's stuff good. On the it's fringe. good for this podcast because <clears throat> you typically hit the what's fresh on the on the shelf stuff. Right. You you usually hit that. I'm not that guy. I, you know, I just I'm just a not. Sure. Uh, and then you you also tend to introduce a lot of our listeners and me specifically to some games that are off the beaten path. You know, uh, something like like Pam's really good at that. I like I, I watch her stuff she's, and I'm like, yeah, shit, that's a game. It looks fucking great. She's by games like I am by music. Right, exactly, and uh, so I mean that's your value. I just I talk about games that have been out for twenty five years that people <laughs> just forgot about. Yeah, sure, that's fine too. Uh, yeah, you got to have that balance, man. Yeah, yeah so, so that's cool. That's uh, yeah, May fourteenth, uh, fifty bucks. I'll probably wait for it to to drop in price. I could also see this hitting Game Pass. First person, no third person, third person stealth mechanics. Stealth. Yeah, very dark, dismal. Cool. Everything looks wet. You know. Right. Like it's medieval. Like condemned to. Yeah. Like everyone's just constantly throwing water on things because they're hoping that that keeps them alive. Huh. I don't know if that's how it works. I'm making I all this just, up. I uh, just, I mean, I'm assuming you said it's medieval. Yes. Every, everybody was just sweaty, man. There was no AC. It's true. Everybody was just sweaty. They sweaty. wore the same clothes the day before. Your only light was actual heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So you're hot a lot. Yeah. There was no, no, there was no LEDs. Nope. There was no cool color temps. Nope. You're it just breathing all... smoke and sweating. Yep. 
Love it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, those are our uh, radars. Our radar blips. What happened time before last? Because last time we uh, we did yeah, last time we did this already. Yeah, let's check that. <laughs> <laughs> Previously on Polykill, Trav dives into the classic street fighters between being distracted by the surprisingly good Warcraft Two on Saturn and one more turning himself on Civilization Six. Jake makes progress in Sikaru, tries Far Cry New Dawn out, and puts a bow on Crackdown Three. A check on New Year's resolutions and a backlog status update is in order for the topic of this year. And we are back. Another good episode by the Polykill Boys, I think. I think it was fun. It was a hype. This one's the first one of this is was better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It That's was. We're, I mean, I'm. You know, I had to get a whole new thing of scotch and right. then also coffee. I am. I'm pounding coffee and water right now. <laughs> I'm up and down in my ass. It is. Yeah, your nervous well, system is just going to give up in a second. I don't feel well, <laughs> but we will make it to the end of this. Let's podcast. continue. Let's continue. We so, what you been be- playing, dude? Yeah. Uh, what have you been playing, dude? <laughs> I guess I started out. Uh, I jumped into the old Final Fantasy X with old Titus old and Titus. Uh, what is that? What is that one guy's name there? Bagu. Uh, no, I think you're Prego. Ugh. I don't remember, dude. He's a Chef Boyardee flavor. Yes. I got to look it up. Keep talking. Yes. So anyway, I started this game a long time ago. I mean, years and years ago on Vita when it was when that basically the 10 and 10 2 collection was released on Vita. But uh, I don't really have a Vita anymore except for Vita TV, which I don't have hooked up. I needed to get this for the Switch collection. So I picked it up and decided that since it's part of my New Year's resolution to beat a Final Fantasy game, I should try 10 because our friend Musty Hobbit has maybe steered me away from nine a bit because that's where I was going to jump in. Um, and he said that because he said it harkens back yeah, to well, maybe a little referential or, to some stuff that I may not have experienced given that I've never really dipped my toe in the world of, of Final Fantasies. Waka. 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 Waka, Waka yeah. Flame. Not a Boyardi flavor. No. Or not cuisine. the slightest. Uh, so anyway, I jumped into Final Fantasy X, and I think I'm around the place where I quit last time, because I've kind of, I'm remembering a lot, but not everything. So it seems right. But the remaster looks good. Um, the fucking upgrade wheel bullshit is still overwhelming as hell. It's so much. Like, I remember, I had to read like three minutes to teach me how to upgrade. You know, it's just like, well, you need this many moves. It was like playing a game of sorry to, to upgrade. Yeah. I feel like I'm rebuilding like an ancient aardvark's DNA. Yeah. Like it's just... like, let's piece this together. You, get, you can't end up with anything but an aardvark. So <laughs> if you fuck this up, then <laughs> game over. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I love the Final Fantasy combat system in this one. Um, I like the, you know, the characters are quirky. The world's weird. Classic. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. So I, I'm looking forward to to stick my nose down in this thing and, and play on my own at the end. <laughs> As you do, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Uh, I've been playing with my ding-dong. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ding I know, it's funny every day. It was funny your last time. Yeah, uh, ding-dong XL. Now, it's a game I saw the Cartridge Bros play on their stream. I pop in there just to fill them full of lies. I tell them they're sexy and that they're fun to watch. And then, uh, <laughs> basically, what caught my eye, they were playing this, this game, mm-hmm. which is essentially, imagine uh, ping-pong meets uh frogger almost okay. so you got a board and you got to send your your um dot your dot uh back and forth and each time you get to one end or the other you get a point yeah okay. and, but in the meantime there's stuff crossing in front of you you got to dodge that shit as soon as you hit something it's fucking game over yeah yeah right so you, your your goal is to get as many points as you can there's some power-ups floating around too you can get for like invincibility for a second or mm. slow everything down like it and it is 
feels like i mean i'm sure it is a mobile game mm-hmm. if it's not i'd be a surprise but it okay. feels like why i don't play mobile games is like this eats all of my time i become obsessed with it and i can't stop playing it i see but they put it on switch so it seems like maybe it's fine uh, to play yeah. you know yeah. but i've been playing the shit out of that so it's it's a pr- it's a great game because it just takes one button you just can push a to send your thing back and forth there's there's no other buttons in the game so i can hold my baby in my left hand and play with my ding dong in my right hand (laughs) (laughs) don't steal that sound bite you know what i mean you know what i mean i'm playing i'm playing on my switch don't be weird but it's fun cool man it's only a dollar i would recommend anybody go out and i'll probably uh, pick it it up pick it up it's fun let's see what else now you putting that on your backlog you just nah i don't think there's a beat i think it's just a a fuck around game okay i like fuck fuck around with it uh, so another one of my New Year's resolutions for the year of 2019, which we updated on the last episode, not the most recent recorded, but the last episode. Um, <laughs> not 92.1. <laughs> yeah, I should release this as 92.1. Uh, anyway, is the Kingdom Hearts series. Now, I, I'd never really cared about Kingdom Hearts. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3, I know coming out was a big deal for a lot of people. Um, storied, nostalgic franchise. I missed all of that as a kid um, due to religious constraints. Uh, but and, it, and, you, it, and your dad used to beat you wearing a Mickey, Mickey Mouse hat. Is that right? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. That sometimes. would do it. Yeah. And your mom used to quack like Donald Duck while he was doing it. So <laughs> you were out. I was totally out. <laughs> Not in. <laughs> For sure. Uh, For sure. So I, um, anyway, so like I, I kind of want to experience this. And this isn't like research. I'm not trying to like make it boring, but like I want to see if you know if the game can pull me in, even not uh, you know having nostalgia for it or caring really about Mickey, Minnie, and and all these people. Basing it on the merits of the game itself. Yeah, is the game fun for me? Yeah. So um, that was kind of the point of putting it on there. Plus, you know, I, I do like being in on the conversation, and I know that there's a lot there to play. So if I like it, I can you know play it the other twelve thousand iterations. That are out there, and I know, like it's it's a very convoluted franchise with its titles and its timelines. There are plenty of resources that are there to catch you up. Yes, there's podcasts that'll do it. There's feature films, graphics, probably feature films starring Brad Pitt and George Clooney. I think it's Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> and the thing is, every time I try to dip into those, uh-huh. it makes it worse. Like I hear people talking about it, and it gets so I'm like, yeah. the fuck! I'm it not. It feels even... like a weird club that you want to be a part of until you realize all the hoops you have to jump through to get in. I know. Yeah. You know, like bleed out. Like come on, Illuminati. What and you that? want my money too? Come get on. Get out of here. Come on. Anyway, that's that's the other thing I've been playing. Very cool. Yeah. I started. Remember last time we were like, "What's a conoclast?" Mm-hmm. And we started talking about it without knowing about it, and so we were like, "Let's just move on." Correct. Well, I started playing it, and it's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, it's, it harkens back to like the 16-bit era, as you'd imagine. It, mm-hmm. it kind of looks a little bit like an Owlboy. Um, actually, doesn't really play too different. It's okay. a puzzle adventure game action you're a mechanic and uh, you got a wrench and you're looking for nuts you know what i'm saying <laughs> and uh, you can uh, that's how you get through doors and stuff and it's just like find keys get out mm-hmm. uh, there's a story it's it's a dense story it's got some religious ties to it as you can imagine a kind of class um there's some like different um religions that play different uh mythical deities that okay. are involved but it's 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 not it's not hitting with me. Like I put the game down for a week and picked it up. I didn't know the name of my character, any character of my party, anybody I talked to, what they uh, said to me, what I was doing, who and Okay. And I played it like under a normal state of mind. It's just it's not not landing. It's not. Okay. It's not landing. It's just it's a lot of text. And uh it, it tries to have some personality. I think that's where the game really just falls flat, is mm. that it's just not interesting from a story aspect, but it is fun, okay. and that's the part that I'm obviously enjoying the most. I so. see. So definitely getting around on it. And um, I, you know, I'm six, two hours in, 16% of the way through. I don't really know what that means, but okay. progress is being made. 
Cool, man. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, another game that I have played, and uh, it's somewhat, uh, n- not really a surprise, but more of a whim. We'll call it a bit of a, a whim. Uh, so, I had heard a lot about this whole World War Z business that had been oh, shit. released. Yeah. Ser- what is it? In Serbia? What no, is it? no, 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 no. Like, uh, it's the, the f- game. It's a game. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Jesus we're fine. Christ. We're fine. Uh, so far. Uh, but anyway, so... Uh, I knew the game was coming. I'd seen like little, little trailers here and there and um, you know, heard you know little bits here and there. But I hadn't really paid very close attention to it. So the game releases and then I start seeing like in my, my social media timeline or whatever, like review quips, which I can usually they're completely decontextualized and, and can be misleading. So I started looking at some of the reviews and, and people actually like this game uh, from a critical standpoint. And then like when you look at user reviews on... Uh, sites and stores, people are like, this game is cool. This is fun. It's a little janky, but uh, we like it. So I was in the mood to, to get another co-op game. I like co-op with my bro David and my bro Hokey Briz. Um, and it sounds like you've been playing some like really tedious-ass RPGs. Tedious-ass RPGs, and pretty much my only shooting has been PvP. Pretty high-level competition PvP style, style of style. games. Style. Uh, so anyway, jumped into this thing, and I'll be damned if it isn't just Left 4 Dead 3, you know? I mean, you got a squad of four survivors, you start out on a rooftop, you gotta get to the subway, uh, but it feels good, it looks pretty damn good, if I'm being honest. The the, the fluid mechanics of, like, the, the zombie swarms and the way they all just kind of keep together, and ah, it's just really cool. Um, it's 40 bucks, it's a low point of entry. Where would you equate um, the graphical aspect of it. not that i you know i don't i'm just trying to picture From, the like, game like you're looking for like a, a, a generation a game or generation because i feel I mean, like it definitely looks like current it does it looks current just that name sounds <clears throat> like it was a it was originally made for iphones and was ported I, yeah you know what i mean no World i can see that. it seems it, basic it was it was i expected low effort but like world of tank style it, yeah <laughs> But this is better, I think. Well, good. I think. I would hope so. Uh, but the, my one of my favorite things to find out about the game is that there's also a, some PvP game modes. So you've got your, like your deathmatch and your um, oddball. That's what it was called. I couldn't remember the last time we recorded mm, this. Yeah, the first, yes, it's always better. I got <laughs> my mouth full of scotch, but I am excited <laughs> that you figured it out. So uh, if you remember playing uh, Halo PvP stuff, there's a game mode called oddball where you pick up a skull. And the idea was just to possess it longer than the other team. And you couldn't be offensive when you had it you could only run and hide and oh offensive i, I yes. see what you mean no offense right. you couldn't shoot or shit so uh You're just yelling racist jokes <laughs> being uh, offensive with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can be offensive most of the time but not when you're holding the skull that's right uh but there's like a vaccine version of that so like you got to go find the vaccine when it spawns on the map and, and carry that around for your team anyway and that's just a mode that's just a mode um, there's also like a domination style, which is more like a battlefield mode. Someone just spanks you over their knee and yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes you, you call them daddy. Uh, but the cool thing is, is this is your fault, by the way. It's a lot of coffee and a lot of scotch. I don't think this was my fault. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, one of the cool things is that while you're playing these PvP modes, you kind of get these like escalating alerts telling you that you know noise level rising, and then it says critical noise level, and then it's like swarm is on the way, and so like a swarm of like two or three hundred uh, zombies will just come flooding into the map while you're having this PvP match with this other team. Oh, so shit. it's 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 a nice, interesting thing that, that makes perfect sense for this game. Does it get bogged of, down with the number of zombies or anything? No, no, because it's, it's, it spawns them maybe two or three times during a ten-minute match, and they get wiped out pretty quick. But it's, it's just a nice pace breaker, and you can 
kind of hide in the swarm or you know it's it's, it's neat and it's all it's all this mode there's no campaign or anything there is like a that? co-op campaign where you play through a series of cities i'm assuming you play like a different group of survivors per city cool so, yeah it does sound fun man it's it's fun if uh, if people want to join you and play, could they yeah, do that? They totally could. Because you got a well, you got a threesome going we on. We got a threesome like. right now. We're looking for a quad de <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if added you, just if a fourth person with Xbox, a tongue to your menage a trois. Exactly. Okay. So if you're you know if you get it on Xbox uh, HMU and we'll uh, we'll do it. Ah uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Hit you up. Hit me. So up. what that means? Yep. HMU. Yep. Good okay. job, buddy. Very cool. What else have you been playing, you idiot? I am very smart. Um. I have been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to zest it up today, I yeah. got a little bit of a story. Tell me about I the story. I was out looking for a serial killer mm-hmm. in that game. You know me. Got to yeah. look for the serial killer. Sure. Look for him every day in my real life. Might as well look for him in the games too. Virtual world serial killers, dude. And uh, I had missed a clue mm-hmm. on one side of the map that I don't venture too often. Okay. It's out I'm there. this is the western side. It's out the there map. on the west mm-hmm. and the game sort of leaves that for a long period of time. I had no reason to go out there. So I had missed this clue, and so I got online. I really wanted to do this this quest, and I was mm-hmm. like, God, just tell me roughly where this fucking clue is. Gotcha. And it gave me between two towns, which is a pretty decent distance, but really you just travel down the road looking for a blood on the ground, find the blood, follow the trail. There you go. And so I'm looking for it. It gets dark, though, when I'm on my quest to find the serial killer's, serial killer's clue. And it gets dark. And so I can't see the blood on the ground anymore. It's dark enough to, to cloud that out. So... Um, I'm like, well, fuck. But I happen to look over into the woods through the trees, and I see a bunch of torchlight. And okay. I'm like, well, hello, what's going on over here? Hello, Pete. I would like to go check this out. What, is there a, a late night festival going on? Is there a little dance? Maybe a, a western luau? Uh, potluck? I didn't bring anything, but I'll go check it out. So I go marching <laughs> over there, and uh, I immediately hear a cadence of southern grammar that just sounds racist. <laughs> of course. How that now? Not new, not new, not new, not, uh, not new, new. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, this is the KKK." Oh shit, I should have known. And then I get up close enough to actually see the cloaks, and I was like, right. "Confirmed, yes, that was the KKK cadence." They're all in a semicircle, or well, a full circle, not mm-hmm. a semicircle, real, real whole, two semicircles touching, right? A whole circle, and uh, doing, you know, just talking, you know, doing racist things, just saying, saying things out loud, you yep. know how they do. And uh, I had just recently done a quest that uh, gave me a little bit of dynamite. Oh, love it having that. I had that in the pocket. Yeah. And I was like, you know what would be good? Murder all these motherfuckers with dynamite. <laughs> so I'm crouched behind a rock. I mm-hmm. light up my dynamite, toss it right in the middle. And it's perfect. Just a mushroom cloud of racism. <laughs> just goes up. And I, I stare at it, and it's good. Everybody died on main impact. Well, one guy like ran off into the woods screaming on fire, and then he just he died. Killed over. I was like, that's great. Love it. And before I could like resonate in my mass murder mm-hmm. of white nationalism, I... Um, saw that the investigation was taking place. You, know, oh, you get the little yeah, meter on the yeah, right, yeah. and it's like, you know, the lawmen are going to come figure out. I mean, you can't just run around killing people. You can't do it. And so I leave the scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say, ah, fuck. All right, I'm going to go get out of here for a minute and see what's going on. So I leave the scene. I get out of, the, like, the circle of investigation, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, eventually that meter goes down. So I'm like, all right, now I'm going to march back in there and see what happened. And, you know, I'm going to march up to ground zero and see all the bodies and all of the work that I've done. <laughs> Who's the serial killer now? Um, and all the, the blood on this one. <laughs> yeah. So I walk over there, and uh, the the lawmen are all standing around, and they're commenting like, good God, Lord have mercy, a lot of dead folk. And I walk in there like I'm one of them. I'm like, what's up, boys? I was like, well, what happened here? Ooh, looks like a mass murder. Happened. Spicy. 
Ooh, looks like a lot of looks like a lot of certain mattresses went up, <laughs> and because uh, of all the sheets with holes in them. Okay, okay. And uh, so I'm like looting some of the bodies, you know, just taking it all in. Like, wow, that was awesome that I did this. Yeah, yeah. And they are, all of a sudden, one of them's like, "Hey, wait a minute." And then all of a sudden, it's bad. They're all they all turn red on the map, and they all start chasing me. They're like, "You did it!" I guess they saw the dynamite hanging out, the other stick, yeah, hanging out in my back pocket. And so now I'm running, and uh, I haven't forgot about my murderer clue, Benny Hill music, and just and like there's a bunch of them, like twenty, twenty five of it. It's the most I've ever seen because I did kill like thirty guys, right? So like, they sent out an equal they response. Did. They did, yeah. And I happened to just run, just haphazardly. To the serial killer clue, which is illuminated by a lamp in the middle of the night. Evidently, a serial killer just leaves his lamp wherever he goes so that you're sure to see the clue even at night. Well, I mean, that's kind of the point, right? Right. And the clue is always a piece of parchment or a piece of paper that's in a severed head's mouth. And I know this, Mm -hmm. but it's dark. I'm being chased by 25 lawmen. I'm off my horse, off of it, just wearing my boots and my getup. And I'm sprinting around rocks, trying to shoot a few lawmen, duck down, trying to find this clue. Benny Hill music just playing. Throw, throw another stick of dynamite to see what happens. Miss all of them. Keep running. Uh, I keep stopping at the head trying to get the piece of paper out, but I can never get it in time. I can't aim it just right because I'm like, it's over here somewhere. Tap, 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 tap. No, I'm getting shot. Fuck, 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 fuck. Run, 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 run. Uh, eventually, they shoot me dead. Oh, And I have to go back. But it was so, this uh, the whole moment of yeah. from, from stumbling upon this thing, killing all these guys, running around like a fucking asshole, trying to get this piece of paper out of a dead body's mouth, which the whole time I should have been like, lawman, look, somebody killed a man. <laughs> Cut his head off. Piece of They're just fucking. Yeah. They don't care. They, they don't think care. I did it. Right. You know. Right. But so they just shit like that that can happen in that game is so good. Uh, that's fantastic. But I eventually did go back and get the clue, and, yeah, yeah. and it's fun. So if you see, you know, if you see some 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 fire, a little mm-hmm. fire on the woods, be ready. Or if you see a little blood on the ground, be ready. You never know what can happen in that game. It's amazing. It's a lot of fun. Emergent, some would say. I would say so. So the last game that I have been dabbling in was uh, a game that I picked up on release day, and that is Days Gone. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So this has been uh, some, I won't say derided, but it hasn't received a lot of praise. You know, people are kind of meh, you know, we're in the meh generation. So people think it's meh, but let me explain to you why I think it's pretty cool. Okay. So here we go. Day's gone. Uh, So you're in Oregon. Already meh. Already meh. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's fine. Uh, Anyway, so you, you play this, you know, drifter guy who is just out there trying to survive. Um, motorcycle you're a one percenter which i don't know if you know what that means but that means you did do the illegal shit Mm. um and so you are out there just trying to survive the world is full of these freakers which are kind of zombies but kind of also not zombies because everyone has to have their own unique flavor of zombies when they make a zombie game now um but for you know our purposes they're zombies so you, you you it's got a nice slow pace to it, which I, I like. Like once you kind of, you know, as in most games, you start the opening, you kind of get the setting and get your bearings a little bit. Then things open up and you can ride around on your motorcycle and stop and gas it up. By, you know, you can search every, well, pretty much every car for ammo and gear parts and, you know, all the stuff that you need to do to salvage things and make a better motorcycle or upgrade your melee weapons and, and draft some nails to that baseball bat you're carrying on your back and all that shit. Mm. Um, but uh, so you got these freakers that are out there. Then you get these, uh, um, for all intents and purposes, they're like bandits. They're just another group of people that are just really aggressive. Bunch of fucking you. marauders. Marauders? Marauders. Very close. I'm very bad with words yeah, that have ours in them. Uh, but like sometimes you'll just be, you know, uh, riding on your motorcycle, and then you'll see this red laser. 
Mm. Just, just, just kind of sweeping around, and then boom, you oh, get man. shot right off your bike. Now, what in the hell? You're not a zombie. Not a zombie. Don't matter, man. They, 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 want, they want your motorcycle. They, they want your loot. They could just ask. Uh, and then they'll come up on you and try to take you all your shit. And, you know, you whip out an axe or a machete, and you just cut them to pieces. It's fun. Uh, and then, fun. Uh, then there's wildlife that's after you. You got wolves. You got fucking bears. Then you have like the infected wolves, oh, bears, which are even crazier. I bet so. And then you have this like this weird religious self mutilating cult called the Rippers, and they're also like really fucking strong and really fucking crazy. And they got this cool like post apocalyptic religion that they follow, and they've got like these symbols and words cut into their foreheads, and like they slice their chest all up, and they're just fucking crazy. Sounds like they're from Outlast. Yeah. A little outlasty, a little Far Cry-ish. I love the Far Cry component that yeah. you just said. And uh, so you've got these different camps that you can sort of align yourself with because you're not really from any of them because you're a drifter. Politics. Uh, so, yeah, you can do favors for one camp and the favors for another camp. And, you know, there's there's pluses and minuses to doing favors for each of them. And, um, a lot of decisions that matter in I that mean, situation. Yeah, I think. mean, there's, there's things that were taken out of the game to sort of make that a little less... Obvious, so there's not like dialogue options anymore, which there was at one point. Huh? What do you feel um, about that? I kind of like that. I think dialogue options are overrated and yeah. a little overused these days. Uh, just tell me a story. Don't make me do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I'm I'm really having a good time with it, dude. I, I think it's really pretty. It's got a great photo mode, uh, so to take some nice you know screen caps for your Twitter profile, like I did, or whatever, man. It's 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 pretty cool. I, I get that it's not gonna you know. It's not up to the level of like some of the Sony exclusives, like God of War, Spider Man, or Last of Us. I mean, you just described a damn near perfect game to me. What's the fucking problem? It's good, man. Like the shooting mechanics are solid, the melee mechanics are solid. It's it's good. What's so mad about it that all these critics aren't? What are they? I mean, I, I can see that the world is a little bland. You know, it's not exotic. I mean, it's, it's just a world location. is a world, man. Right? I know. I, I'm. I'm just saying I, I don't be the, the dude about it, but I'm like, world's a world, man. <laughs> Not everywhere you go on the planet's going to be a cool place, man. Sometimes it just ain't, dude. Sometimes the hardest place to survive is a non-exotic location. Truth. That bears very little. Truth. You got to survive harder. Yeah. You can also be really stealthy in the game. So it's cool, man. Dude. I recommend. You You sold I was about, uh, I would say 50% on it just because I felt like I didn't identify with that character. But sure. the, you, you've described a world to me. I want to be in, regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And yeah. so I'm in. I'm in a little bit. I kind of want to play it. Uh, all right. So those are games that we've been playing around in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jumping around to boot in. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some games that we've knocked off the old backlog. Oh, we have. What now, have you done? Anything? I have. I have. I have knocked games off the backlog specifically. I acted like that was a mystery. We've done this. Episode. We've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll go first here, since I somehow beat more games than you did. This it's a time rare feat. It's a rare feat. Yeah. I mean, you beat so many more games. I barely beat a game. Yeah, I beat You'd very be like, little. Yeah, for real. So uh, anyway, I'll start with Super Mario Bros. Deluxe, the uh, the uh, Wii U sort of side-scrolling thing that got ported over to the Switch start of the year. Um, you know, it's a great Mario game, but you know, it didn't like wow me, but I enjoyed it. Right. It was cute, colorful, fun, some neat little mechanics, lots of coins, just coins everywhere, man. Just lots and lots of coins. Is that the last side scrolling Mario platformer? I didn't look that up. Before between the time that we recorded this last <laughs> time. <laughs> oh, that I mean there's Mario Maker, which is kinda like Yeah, that's the rest of it going forward, maybe. I mean maybe, could yeah. Nintendo make make one that's that they would have to do a lot of new shit now since they've yeah, given I th- us I think so. I think so. all the tools we need to make our own. And people are playing the shit out of Mario Maker still. Right. Like streamers, they'll make fucking crazy levels for each other and then mm-hmm. beat them on stream. And it's a 
there's not like a week that goes by you don't see a crazy gif on Reddit of somebody beating the most insane bullshit you've ever seen on Mario Maker. Right. So I feel like Nintendo's like, all right, well, they're fucking making it themselves. We don't need to make another side-scrolling maybe platforming so. Mario ever again. Yeah, maybe so. But if they do decide to, it's going to have to be either different or they may have to like fuse together Mario and Kirby or something, do something neat that way. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Um, but yeah, I beat this thing finally. I, I did enjoy some of the worlds I thought were really cute. Um, some of those uh, friggin' um, like ghost houses were pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I like the Toad House mini games this time around. I enjoyed those. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was solid. It didn't it didn't blow my mind. But you know, spending time with Mario games is, is always fun. They need to port the old 3D world to to the Switch. I agree. It's a good one. I, agree. I know, like it's basically nothing compared to Odyssey, but still, still. a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, well, I'm glad it's good to beat a Mario game every now and then. Yeah. Feels good. Uh, I finished the awesome adventures mm-hmm. of Captain Spirit. Right. Uh, I liked it a little too close to home. Like, oh, Daddy's drinking again. Oh, he's mad at us again. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, what a game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I love my dad. Yeah. But um, it's it is good. It's it's a you know tying in that like real roots like down home life is strange does this too where it's like you know somebody like this or you've had these experiences Mm -hmm. that these characters are going through now it's a lot of it's obviously you know a a bit spiritual and supernatural right um and that's the you know the non-grounded aspect that's what makes it a video game right and that's otherwise it's just depressing (laughs) well yeah and uh especially in these worlds where those things are like the escape from the reality that you know these these kids uh, are experiencing and you know this kid you know you you don't ever see and i guess this may be spoiled a little bit but the, the good the thing i liked about the game is that it you don't witness really anything terrible happen to him right. it's a lot of this world context mm-hmm. and uh for a game that lasts you know at most an hour depending on if you find the right places to go um there's a lot to a lot to interact with and, heavy, a, lot, and right? a lot to do but it still finds a way to be heavy like yeah. all you're doing is and it's very light in like what you can do, but it still finds these subtle ways yeah. of of either uh, putting in your head that there is a past you you as a player aren't aware of, but this kid is experienced, mm-hmm. or you know that other people are also aware and they're skeptical. Like it's gotten to the point where it's it's gone outside this home, and other people right. are aware too. And uh, that's powerful stuff. I think so too. And I, I think you know not to overreach into the psychology of it, but anytime that you're in a video game well maybe not anytime but like in this context when you're just doing mundane things like uh, maybe that's a little spoilery but like the actions that you take in the game the tasks the quests or whatever they're just really generic based things but the kid is having to like use his imagination to make them cool and that is kind of depressing yeah you know so i think i think that's heavy because of that too that's a good point yeah but it's a fun experience. It I, is. I mean, it's free and it takes an hour. Yeah. Why have you not played it? You should. You should try it. Everybody should play it. And it's a. It's a good. Uh, I guess a, it's a foot in the door to the Life is Strange universe. Yes. Apparently, now I didn't catch it because I've not played all the Life is Stranges aside. I've played the first one for season mm-hmm. and this, and I don't see how they connect. But evidently, they do very clearly connect at some point. So yeah. Um, it's a it's a good series. I mean, we've said it over and over here. It's a series we definitely endorse as the Polyco Podcast. Definitely, definitely play all the Life is Strange or all the Don't Nod games you can get a hold of. Yeah, I, I would say. I would agree. All right. So I also knocked another big one off the backlog. This time, Anthem. 
Mm-hmm. So I got this day one back in February. Yeah. And uh, mostly just played co-op with, you know, Sean, P1, Diddy Combs, uh, and Musty, and, and people like that, Brian, a little bit. Um, and I really like the co-op aspect. I like the mechanics. I enjoy fighting it and, and all that. Uh, fighting the the bad guys and leveling up in the gear and stuff. But the story, I, th- I think, never really landed with me. I never really fully bought into the world until I started playing it by myself. And this is something that P1 also said to me where he was like, yeah, when I played through it by myself, I really enjoyed it. Huh. Um, I think I started playing by myself at the right time because once I started playing by myself, that's when things kind of got interesting. That's interesting because I feel like in most games like that, uh, it's certainly more fun. When I say most games like that, I'm thinking of two specifically, the Destiny and Division franchises. Always better to play with another person. For sure. And mechanically, I agree. But from a storytelling standpoint, like when you're playing with other people, usually they have other things to do in the game. So you're just trying to be like, all right, let's go, 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 so we can get to the thing that we need to do. But if you're playing it by yourself, you're, I mean, at least me, I was a little more okay with just taking the game at its own pace. Um, and uh, I ended up kind of liking the the way the things went. The story kind of had a nice little little bow on it, and uh, well, you know, always with a promise for more. But uh, it was pretty cool. But um, you know, knocked it knocked it off the backlog. Now, you uh, you say it flatly, like you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good, like, it's good, like you're trying to convince yourself that you you kind of. I mean, where do you if a, if an anthem two comes out, you jumping at it? Hmm. I'm I'm not not at this moment. Really? Yeah, not at this moment. I mean, I think it's okay. I just think there's better things to play. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, like you know, the sequels have been good for the other. When I say the other two, I'm talking specifically about games that remind me of Anthem. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Division Two has been a hoot. People love it. Yep. Uh, people like Division Two for a little bit. Sounds like, and then Destiny Two. You mean? Or, I'm sorry, D- Destiny Two. Yeah. And then it kind of whimpered into it's old, and then I think it's kind of coming back around. But yeah, do you think there's some fatigue with this style of game, this this uh, console-based open-world MMO loot grind math game? Because it's just the math people are chasing, right? The story is yeah. always kind of I mean, backseat, and they can't they can only dangle so many carrots uh, narratively. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to all be, you know, the math. It has to be right. the grind, loot, the, the drop, s- rates, the cycle, the yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think they're eventually. I don't know. I feel like these things make a lot of money. So until that stops, they put a lot of money into Anthem too. I mean, it's, oh yeah, it's. I mean, you know, uh, a lot of money into Destiny, a lot of money into you sure know, all of it. And I, again, I've not played a fucking minute of any of them, but just mm-hmm. outside looking in, I can tell they're you know big, beautiful algorithms. Yes, yes. And uh, sure. I, you know, it's it's nothing that you know I. When I hear people talk about it, it actually makes it worse for me because it's, uh, you know, and people can love it too. Uh-huh. And still the point, the things that they love are not the things that I really want to, I always feel like I'm way too gone by the time they, they're talking about how much they love it. They're like, yeah, I got to get, and it's just jargon and loot and, and, and numbers and, yeah. and all this stuff. And I'm like, so, I mean, you know, is it, is there's things to explore. Like, do you, is there a reward for, right? Is there this? Is there a narrative? Is it fun? Is it a twist? Like, no, nah, man, you just shoot shit and get shit. Like, <laughs> I get that. I play yeah. games where I love that, but just hearing that is like the thing. I can't, just can't do it. I get it. But, um, but it sounds like you had fun yeah, with, uh, had fun. with what you played with. I had fun. I'll probably still play it, you know, co oply, uh, if anyone is around and wants to. But, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I want all the games to be good and everybody like all of them, you know? Yep, for sure. All right, let's jump into the hashtag just beat it section. Now, if you want to get on the show, everybody, you can just 
beat a game. Take yeah. a screenshot. Hashtag just beat it. Let us know what you beat. Yeah. Let us know. We like and it. Randomly, you might end up on the show if we beat enough games. We'll mm-hmm. call you out right here in the Polykiller section. This time around, an account that I've not... I've I've seen floating around on Twitter, but I don't think I've seen here in this hashtag just beat it section. So new new to the uh, new to the just beat it okay. fold. Cool. Uh, corpse flood gaming at corpse flood. Now Jake, yeah. when I hear a corpse flood, I think of you. Okay. Not because I think you're just standing on the beaches of Normandy surrounded by dead bodies, <laughs> but uh, it, it sounds like it could be the name of a band you would like. What genre would corpse flood be in? Yeah, I mean the first thing that comes to mind is a uh, grindcore. And why is that? It's just uh, I don't know. There's it's it's a lot of um, grindcore bands have just one name um, or compound word name titles. That usually involve corpses? Not often, um, but uh, in this case, I think it's just, I don't know, it feels right atmospherically. Makes sense to me. If I see yeah. a corpse, grind on it. Boom. You corpse know, that's grind. my rule. Yep. All right. So, uh, Corpse Flood yeah. went on a mass arcade beat spree finishing Metal Slug, Zombie Raid, Wizard Fire, APB, Arrow Fighters 1, 2, and 3, Sunset Riders, and Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Moo Mesa. That's right. You familiar with Old Moo Mesa? I know about Cowboys of Moo Mesa, buddy. It was a cartoon or maybe even like a... Man, it may have been like some early computer animation. I don't remember. Animation. I thought uh, you were going to say it was live action. I was oh, like, it no. was not. <laughs> it was definitely not live action. But yeah, it was like a bunch of cows that were cowboys. Right, and they had, all, they had their own cows. I don't know if they had their own cows, but there were definitely just other like regular cows in the world. That's weird. Which is weird. That's uh, that's weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not dwell on that too much. Let's not. Okay, yeah. random beat tweets. Now we have one from a superstar. Oh yeah, that's right, Layla Birch, who voiced in uh, Dead Space Two. It's a big deal. Jake. That's crazy. We made it. That's crazy. Uh, she says, "Woohoo! I beat my first ever console game. Really loved playing Thimbleweed Park with Curtis Frazell. Sure, it's a." Point-and-click adventure game that starts with a crime to solve and ends with a plot twisterino. Wow. Now, Thimbleweed Park, um, I imagine, is just the next town over from Stardew Valley. Just based on the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've not played uh, either, really, but right. I, I'm familiar. Like yeah. Um, Definitely. But yeah, good job. And we hope to see your second console game beat. Also, hashtag just beat it for us here. We Layla, we appreciate the shout-out. All right. So, Captain Algebra at Captain underscore Algebra says, Yoshi's Story is a fun, short game. It does have some replayability because you can choose your level on each page, but it should have been longer. Hashtag just beat it. So this is classic Yoshi Story game uh, and uh, maybe one of two Yoshi games. Beaten. Maybe so. I was also curious, Jake, what's the game that you've beaten lately you wish was a little longer? That's what she said. Lately. Lately, that's the key part here that's difficult. Or not you ever. Fuck it. Fuck it. What are rules? What's a, what's a game that you've played you wish was longer? Mm, what did I say last time? I don't oh, know. I think I, it was Rhyme. It was Rhyme. You know what I said Rhyme. last time? Captain Spirit. You did, yeah. yeah. And you can make it longer if you are dumb and don't know where to go. But mm, I yeah. fucked around and finished the game soon. Yeah. That's what you said. But no, I, I think Rhyme was really cool. I, I definitely don't think there will be another Rhyme entry in the series. And Do you think I, there's any rhyme or reason for that? God. <laughs> <laughs> that joke was better this time. Let's it say was, that. Yeah, Let's admit time. that that was, that was better this you time around. You nailed it. You nailed the okay. delivery. Uh, and lastly here, Blink at Blinkoom. Oh, yeah. Another Yoshi game. Shout out to a patron. That's right. Yoshi's Crafted World finished. Still plenty to go back and collect, but I'm good for now. Mm-hmm. Yoshi games are always a great way for me to unwind. They aren't hard, but I don't want them to be. I enjoy just wrapping myself in, up in the charm and the positivity. It's so warm. I played the demo, and it was like the first maybe level or two, and God, it's cute. It's good to have a Zen game, right? So cute. What's the last Zen game you played through? 
the last Zen game that I played through. Man, it was probably Abzu, honestly. I, yeah, it was. I one, feel like Rhyme is kind of that, even though it's kind of puzzly. I feel it like is, it's, but it's, it's, like it's serene. It's very There's low no key. tense moments, really, yeah. I don't think. Uh, yeah, very cool. All right. Well, very hey, nice. guys, if you. Are, if you don't want tense moments and you want to relax, check out Caltech. Mm-hmm. Caltech is making robots. We at Caltech are starting to specialize in autonomous systems and for agricultural problems. Some projects we've worked on in the past include assisting Virginia Tech in an, in an international robotics competition in Abu Dhabi, consulting on an emergency medical software communication system used in emerging countries, and helping Travis beat both Double Dragon 2 and 3. There is no software development project too big or too small. Drop Caltech a line at info at Cowden.tech if you're interested in working together or curious to learn more. That is info at C-O-W-D-E-N.tech. And we want to thank Caltech once again for another 10 episodes of sponsorship. Love it. Catching us at the right time, Jake. We are hitting stride here at Polykill. Yeah, we are. You uh, you tweeted that out there the other yeah, day. Had a banner we had a month really in good April. Month. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be disappointed if it's much lower this time. It probably will it be. It definitely will be. But it's fine. We had a thousand and three uh, downloads slash plays in the month of April. And for, for a biweekly episode or bi monthly episode. Yeah. Bi- bi- what are we? Bi monthly podcast. Bi weekly. Bi weekly. Is that what you'd say? Yeah. Bi monthly would be every other month. I think. I don't know how things work. Mm, All right. Very mm. cool. But that's good for us. It's very good for us. All right. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So if you enjoy uh, the banter so far, if you like what you're hearing, uh, we do encourage you to find everything that we do over on polykill.com. You can search Polykill Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube to find all of our content on those platforms. You can also reach out to us on the forums of Cartridge Club. .org. You can drop us a line, ask us a question, ask us a favor, send some nudes over to share. What was that last one? What? <laughs> uh, you can also uh, share any of that uh, via email, so just drop us a line at polykillpodcast at gmail.com uh, to get in contact with us directly. If you like a little bit more of us, if you want to hang out in our Discord with all the cool kids, if you want access to blogs and early access to our off-kilter series, uh, we recommend that you head on over to patreon.com forward slash polykill and uh, check out our tiers and see if you'd be willing to, to, to part with a buck a month and, and get some cool shit. That's right. That's all we're talking about right now. So also, you know, we've got a nice influx of up uh, up to the date, uh, 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 like uh, reviews and ratings on uh, iTunes. People have been really cool. It's been good. It's been nice. Um, also, C three Cartridge Club Con. It's coming. It's we're going to be there six weeks away, roughly. I cannot wait. Three episodes away. Damn. When you put an episode form, it's very soon. It's, yeah, it's three is less than six. We have got to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah, we should have been doing that now instead of re-recording this episode. That's right. That's okay, though. <laughs> it's it's going to be a better episode because it is rehearsed. It is rehearsed. All this is just going through the motions. Uh, so anyway, if you have questions about that con, you can contact at cartridgeclub.com. Nope, that's org. That's org. Sorry, my glasses are foggy. All right. What about ground game? Okay. So I was thinking, Jake, I was looking at... Uh, our T-shirts, yeah. and there's something about it that just doesn't tell people what it's for. You look at a Polykill T-shirt, and you're like, okay, these guys are really into shooting squares with guns. Mm-hmm. You, it doesn't say podcast on it. It doesn't look like it's a podcast. It looks like it's the name of either a game company or like a fledgling NRA community. And um, neither of those things are true. We're certainly a podcast. We're definitely a podcast. And, you know, you, you see like the young the young people... You know, from the ages of like eight to twenty-five, any t-shirt, or, or let's say thirty-five, because I'm wearing a t-shirt that has something on it I love. They're always wearing things 
T-shirts, mm-hmm. especially yeah. that uh, are billboards. Right. Every kid's a billboard, right? You know, I grew up in a bumpkin town, not near a mall. The first time I saw Aeropostale or whatever the fuck you call it, or American <laughs> Eagle, was on another kid's T-shirt, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And yeah. They're like, "It's store." I'm like, "You're wearing a shirt? You're wearing a store in your shirt?" And that's the only way I found out. There's no I commercials. Still, I for still that think shit. that every time I see one of those, you're wearing a store on a shirt. Yeah, there's no commercial for. I mean, there might be, but I didn't see it. I doubt it. But you know, like those things. That's the best way. I think put it on a t-shirt, but I think our t-shirt could use a redesign. If you have ideas for a way to infuse our lovely logo yeah. of a polygon being killed to death mm-hmm. on your shirt mm-hmm. with podcast, let us know. We're yeah. willing to let you have the proceeds. We just want to see a shirt that that ties that all together, you know? And and then we want people to buy those shirts and put them on their young people and send those young people out. Let them wander around like young people do. Yeah. So other people will see it and be like, what's that on your shirt? Is that a podcast I should listen to? And then they listen to it. And they're just Blown ear away. to ear with the best audio podcast mm. out there that's mm. about really nothing. Mostly nothing. It's about mostly But you like hanging out with us. Yeah, so we like it. So I'm looking forward to what you come up with. Absolutely. If you come up with anything, don't disappoint me, please. Yeah, please. Please don't. Buy our shirts. All right. So the, the discuss. <laughs> buy our shirts, yes. Buy our shirts, make our shirts, buy our shirts. Okay? We don't want anything to do, do with all it. the work. <laughs> uh, the discussion. Now, discuss Jacob. time, yes. Have you heard of uh, an app? Called GeoGuessr. I have because you brought it up last time. Yes, goddamn it! Uh, <laughs> it was brought up to me by uh, a listener that we haven't heard from in a while, a Santiago from mm-hmm. Argentina. Right, and that was back when that was like episode fifteen. Yeah, I think he actually sent us an actual letter because it was an email back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was when we were like, wait a minute, podcasts go below Jacksonville, Florida. You you could hear us down there. We're in not Argentina? just talking to ourselves in the room. It's crazy. So um, he he's like, you know what's cool? GeoGuessr. And yeah. I was like, what is this? And basically, if you want to play, Ge- there's an app for it, or you can go to any browser and type in Geo and then spell Guesser wrong, and then Google will tell you, did you mean this? And you click on that link because it's missing some letters for Guesser. But what it does is it shows you a picture of somewhere on Earth, and then you use, you know, Google Earth to find like the point where you think it might be. Right. I've gotten like scary close a couple times too. And just awesome. using the context clues like mountain range, the color of the soil, type of tree, a car, what a license plate looks like, the people, what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, use a lot of that and it's it's so fun. Which got me thinking this would be a cool thing for the show wow. is you know since we can't really show pictures and that kind of thing via an audio medium we just name a location. Mm-hmm. In a game that I know that you're familiar with, and see if you can name the game that it's from. Right. Might be obscure, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. Well, we're about to find out. Yeah, all right. You go first. Do me first. Do me, do me, do me. Okay, do me, okay, do me. okay, okay. Now, we have done this before, but we've mm-hmm. changed all of the cities so yes. that it's it's fresh. Brand new. It's fresh here. Here we go. All, all right. right. So, uh, we'll start off here with a game. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not going to tell you the game. That would be dumb. <laughs> What did we rehearse? <laughs> so, what about a place called Nekluda? Nick what now? <laughs> Nekluda? I think I'm saying that right. Nekluda? Nekluda. Mm. I don't know. Is it NEC or mm-hmm. NIC? Mm, first one. NEC. Mm-hmm. K? L U D A. Oh, NEC K. NEC L U D A. Man, Nekluda. Ooh, ooh, baby. Um, hmm. I'm just going to have to guess. That doesn't okay. sound... Witcher? No. 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 What is this is Breath of the Wild. Really? Yeah. God damn. Hot damn. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Uh, I don't... I don't... I'm not familiar with that. Maybe you didn't go there. You know, that's the thing about the Witcher. 
I nope. like that map. No, nope, it's not The Witcher, buddy. I'm sorry, The Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I like that map. Scotch is getting to you, buddy. I know. I, I like that map because yeah. a lot of the places were like unnamed other than through the map. Hmm. Like you could wander through a place, and I, it might tell you where you are, but it never really stuck with you until you really needed to You look to at that there. like announcement screen. It's like, you're entering blah, blah, blah. Right. And there, there were some names of like mountain ranges and stuff that I don't think that ever popped up. You just kind of had to like... If you wanted to go back to it on the map, you'd zoom in and you would see it. Okay. But I love a really detailed map like that. There's something sure. about, like, it's like the reason I really like Lord of the Rings as a kid, was mm-hmm. I could stare at that map all fucking day. And it, you know, I look at that map now and it's fucking stupid. Like, the the mountain range around Mordor is like a perfect square. Like, come on. <laughs> That's not how mountains work <laughs> mountains at all. Mountains don't do like that, buddy. I mean, come on, Middle Earth guy, come on. Come on, figure yeah. that out. But uh, I do I do like that kind of thing. And, and Breath of the Wild is like that. It's big, it's vast. I don't know it like the back of my hand, but I know the regions no, pretty I mean, well. I doubt anyone does. Well, maybe some I'm idiots. Sure people are fucking crazy, but <laughs> you know, you can tell like there's different biomes in the game. You can tell like roughly where you are based on what's around you, and I like that too. There's there's a lot to like about that map in that game. Um, and there's not uh, like a secret every ten feet. Um, it's, right. it's it's sometimes a little, a little barren, spread out. There's there's certain parts of it where it's it's boring to be in, mm-hmm. and other parts that are that are perfectly great. I kind of like that though. I like the the space between the space in between, <laughs> as Dave Matthews. <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah, it's good. Sweet. Do me. Do me. Okay. Uh, in what game mm-hmm. would you find the royal maze lands? And by maze, I mean corn. The royal cornland. That's that's the that's the translation. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Royal cornland. Royal corn. It also sounds like it might be like like a first draft of a song Ozzy Osbourne came up with, but then he scratched it. Oh, yeah. He's like, Royal Corn. I don't There's know. no good, Sharon. <laughs> Cornland. I don't uh, know. I don't, I don't do a good Ozzy. I'll let you do it. I didn't do a good Ozzy. You did fine. Uh, man, this is not going to be This is the part of the episode that's not rehearsed. Yeah. You can tell. I, Very I, bad. I don't I don't know this. I'll thought my should I know this? You should know this. And the reason that I selected this particular area uh-huh. on this map. Okay. Thinking that maybe it was a little obscure was only because the rest of the major areas on the map mm-hmm. had maternal names, which I thought would give away the game. Now oh. I've not played this game a ton, but I was I was familiar with it enough to know that's a giveaway. Okay, so very matriarchy-ish, maternal, yeah, yeah. motherly, oh. if you will. Horizon Zero Dawn. That's it. All right, that's it. Now, why would that be? Why? Because I've not played a ton of that game. Is the whole game? Uh, it's a it's a matriarchal system, right? That's Correct. The, okay. Correct. Um, the the people in power and the people with the the say so and all that are like you know the the women and the the elder women specifically. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I figured that'd be a giveaway because there was a lot of like um, you know mothers rest and the mothers this and and I was sure. like that's going to get this fucking giveaway. Yeah, I just know I, it. Yeah, so. yeah, I could see that. So the best thing I could find was like fancy cornland. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> It's a place I want to go. Yeah. No. Do you remember that place at all? I don't remember a big place um, with corn. I don't. But I also don't remember like there being again like these big pronouncements of arriving at a new location. Yeah, that might be a game that just kept it under its. It may you have know, been. I don't. Until you talk to someone, they're like, "Welcome yeah. to Royal Mazeland." Exactly. Which now that I'm saying it out loud, it's kind of a dumb name for it a place. Sounds like a carnival. <laughs> it does. Like you're just <laughs> like going a to, traveling carnival. Yeah, or like during the fall when you go and look for pumpkins and shit in a maze. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something would be on Parks and Rec or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I know I love that world. I, I think it's freaking gorgeous i mean aside from the lore and like you know just seeing like these big open plains with like fucking robot dinosaurs and shit like the world is really cool i like the environment in that game a lot i think it's one of the more detailed and cool looking uh, environments but also the people don't 
I don't think that don't play the game don't really recognize is there's some a lot of diversity in biome in that game. Yeah. A lot. I see it. Um, and just from the screenshots, because that game, I think, was one of the first to really nail the, uh, photo, modes. the photo mode. Yeah. And every single scene looked like a Bob Ross. Oh, it's gorgeous. Perfect yeah. pit painting. You know, it looked like good. That, the, the weak point for me in that game visually was the character models. Like, I feel like the character models were good. Uh, until you saw them like animate, like in conversation or something, because then it's like, man, this is this is a little off. But um, hey, in still frame form, yeah, oh yeah, still frame is fine. Um, but but yeah, those environments are gorgeous. Nice, to me, to me, to me, to me, very cool. All right, so just gonna throw one here at you and see if you recognize this. What about a little place called Elysian Pool? I'm pretty sure it's from Red Dead. Okay. And the reason I know this is because I recently found a treasure map where I stomped around the goddamn Elysian Pool for two hours. <laughs> Am I right? You're right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. It's in like the upper right part of the map near Ansberg. Uh-huh. And I, I don't even... The reason I did this, I don't know. You probably can't name another body of water. Can't. Couldn't do it. I don't even know the name of the goddamn ocean in the game. But the reason, <laughs> the reason I know this fucking pool... Because I, I usually I'll get like a treasure map and I'll never I never fucking find where it's talking about. It's just like a picture of a tree right near, and I'm like I'm, like, I'm never going to see this shit. Yeah. Or, or I'll see this I see this all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know which particular one you're talking right. about. I see trees everywhere. So I went into this. Ran- I normally don't even do this. I stopped. I saw this random house. I was on a stopped on a road, and uh, I saw. I'm like I'm on, I'm just going to go in this fucking house. I don't know what compelled me to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm going to do a little B and E. See what's going on. <laughs> house was empty, and I walk over to the fireplace, and there's an action. And I looked under treasure map in there. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, check every chimney, brother. Fuck yeah. And I look, and it, it tells me, it says, go to Elysian Pool. It shows, mm-hmm. shows it on the map, and it says all these like little things about it. It shows a picture of a tree, and it says 20 paces north, 5 paces east. And I was like, fuck yeah. I'll pull up the map. I see Elysian Pool yeah. just just south of me. I'm going to ride down. I'm going to get some fucking gold. I go down there. I find where I need to go. I spend two hours looking for this fucking gold. I look at every tree, and I swear I got it. I swear I fucking know where it is. Turns out there's a bug in the game. Uh-huh. If you've already gotten a treasure, you have a gold bar in your inventory, you cannot find, I don't know if it's any treasure or just this particular one. What? It showed like a divot where there is supposed to be a treasure. Oh, damn. But the treasure wasn't there. And I, I kept searching. I was like, well, it looks like it would be there, but it's clearly not there. Let's keep looking. Till I eventually Googled it. Damn. Set back me. I mean, I found it within like the first 10 or 15 minutes, but I spent two hours like, maybe that's not the right tree. It's bogus. It sucked. It fucking bogus. sucked. It's like the worst thing that happened to me in the game. But in my head, I was like, maybe I can rationalize it in game world that some other treasure hunter has already beaten me to it. I sure. just got to deal with it. But it fucking blew. Yeah, buddy. Fucking blue hot cocaine snot everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we made a joke similar to that in the first episode. I wanted uh, yeah. to bring it back. But it was, yeah. It was better the first time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, so up next for you, in what game would I find Vanaheim? Vanaheim. Like Vanna White visits Anaheim. Okay, I think that's got to be God of War. Yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah. Himes. A lot of Himes. They're a Himey bunch. <laughs> so many, I mean, I looked through just about every city and I'm like, that's explicitly God of War. That's <laughs> I've not even played the game and I'm like, that's Nordic as fuck. Everyone, <laughs> right, right. But Vanaheim, I thought maybe you could pretend it wasn't for like maybe you would think it was something else like anaheim maybe actually yeah yeah i got you well what'd you think of that what'd you think of that map know it know it all around like yeah i would i don't know if i could like recognize where i was just by a screenshot but i'll be damn if i you know i just like looking at screenshots of that game you know it's just 
fucking gorgeous, man. Like the hub world, the fucking, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Like the architecture, the fucking mountains, the snow, the fucking floral shit that you go floral to. Floral shit. Now, it's that's some something gorgeous. I haven't seen, a, seen any pictures yeah. of. I see a lot of snow. Sure. A shirtless fucking Kratos. Angry dude. And some axes and yep. and blood. Yep. And I haven't seen a lot of the world, to be honest, in the screenshots. <sighs> it's so good. The world is, I mean, it's like, it's one of the most visually stunning, detailed worlds because it, you know, it's not quite open world. It's more like sectioned off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't necessarily walk from one place to the other without but each going little section's back. opened? Huh? Each little section is open? Like you can... Not initially. You, you, you know, you kind of have uh, to open those up as you go. Right. But like once you get to like Vanaheim, mm-hmm. it's not just a pathway. Correct. No. Okay. okay. I mean, there's, there's some breadth. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. All right. It's very sweet. Very sweet world. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. So we just talk. Okay, so you know the last one that we did might be a bit of a spoiler for this, but uh, what about uh, Blackwell Academy? Do you know where that is? Academy sounds like it's something like in Skyrim. Hmm. I mean, there's a college. There's a college, but you know that. I mean, of Winterhold. There yeah. could be others. I don't know. I did. I would know. You would know. Brian would have told me. Uh, <laughs> he'd, have, he'd have tweeted about it. He would have tweeted about it. Uh, you know, and we've already done Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would only guess like maybe like The Witcher maybe. Mm. You're, you're, you're stuck in a thing. Do you want a hint? Give me a hint. Um, there's a, We were talking about photo mode earlier. Yeah. Ooh. Ah, I, mm. Okay. It's not helping. Okay. Well, it's uh, from Life is Strange. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's right. It's high yeah. school. Yeah. But it's focused on like fucking photography. It's like a photography school. Is it? Time. Is it the whole thing? I can't remember. Yeah, like, was like it just photo- a regular school? No, I don't know. I still don't know. Oh, because you never went to school. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I still uh, don't know how that works. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it felt like a school aside from maybe what they... Well, there's dorms and oh, shit, There's a right? dorm and shit. Yeah. yeah. So it's it, like a college, right? I think, I think it is. But she felt like she was high school 13. age. You know? Yeah, and so that's weird to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, a little disconnected. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if you can just get your kid out of high school and just send them straight to photo school at 13. I mean, maybe it's not like a full university. You know, Maybe it's just learn to take pictures here. Like a summer photo camp? Yeah. It seems like a lot of infrastructure for photo camp. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But no, I, I like that game and the, uh, the, the, the feel of it. I even like games that harken back to a school. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's schools are very familiar to most of us that went to a public school. Sorry. Right. I mean, I, I've seen movies. And but, like, I get it. But, like, uh, you know, doing – it's kind of like a fan, like a power fan. Because, like, school is where you got beat down the most. Right. And being able to go back to a school and, like, whether it's a game where you're, you know, just in it or whatever, but you're a different person. I don't know. There's something about a school that I think it roots a lot of psychology for, for sure. people. See, I have the same thing with churches. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. So, like, games like that – Where I, I mean, was beat down the most. <laughs> Bully is another example of a game where it's like the familiarity of school. Now, obviously, it wasn't, you know, I didn't go to a boarding school or whatever it is there, but there's something about uh, games that take place in like a dormitory or a, a school that is very interesting because without ever having been, I know how it works. Mm-hmm. I know, like, okay, I know right. what a class is. I you know, know what, what the bell means. You know, yeah, and yeah. it's it's a familiar world, and uh, I kind of like that. I, You know, it's, it's a bit, uh, you know, I, I don't know if they could get away with Bully now. Right. Like, and I think there's some talk that there's going to be a follow-up to Bully. For years. But it's a climate now that I don't I don't know that you can pull off that. It would have to be very lighthearted, I think, to, to pull off now. But the, uh, but my point is, 
something about a school room, the hallways of a school that's that's familiar and fun that uh, I like. I like yeah. the games. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. I really Persona like. was the other one I was trying to think of. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. That was yeah, yeah, good. Um, but yeah, yeah. I I really like the world of uh, Life is Strange. The locations were cool. The diner, the house, the bedroom, the the truck. Even you know, yeah. all of it was really cool. There's something about that game too, where it's like even the most mundane area, like a diner, mm-hmm. sticks out to you because something traumatic happens almost every location. Yeah, and that made that game stand out to me so much more than like. Because the 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 events that happened were spikes, so like in Walking Dead, shit was crazy most of the time. I can't remember a lot of the locations, right? But Life is Strange would lull you into normalcy. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, this is a conversation between you and your friends. It's just a regular day. You're driving home. These are the thoughts you're having. It's a cloudy day, or whatever. And then boom, something fucking crazy would happen, whether dramatically or just spiritually or whatever. Right. And then suddenly it's like it makes this situation so visceral. You start paying attention a little bit more. You do, yeah. yeah. And I think in games when that happens, it r- makes me remember the environment so much more. Sure. Every single time. Cool, man. Absolutely cool. Love it. All right. Do me, do me. In what game would I find Atlantis of the Sands? Atlantis of the Sands. Atlantis of the Sands. Okay, okay. Atlantis of the Sands. I mean, it's got um, Assassin's Creed uh, origins. It feels like it. A.K.A. Iram. A.K.A. Ubar. A.K.A. Wabar. I'm getting a lot of this off the fan Wikipedia. (laughs) A.K.A. The City of Brass. Does any of that help? I didn't play the game that we're talking talking about here. I mean, I agree that it sounds ass creepy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I agree that it sounds right. ass creepy. Would this be an Uncharted game? It, dude, it would, in fact. Okay, okay. Because you, okay. you got that guy, you'd, uh, fucking Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake, baby. Probably jumping around, uh, do, getting some yeah. old pottery and bullshit. What's he doing? You know, just looking for shit. Looking for shit? You know yeah, how he does. Yeah. I don't remember this location specifically, though. Uh, Atlantis of the Sands. Right. <laughs> if I say go. it over and over again, does it yeah, help? It does not. No, I, don't. Okay. Uh, I appreciate the effort, though. Yeah, I, and again, I haven't played the game. I don't know if that's something that they call out. I'm sure they do. It seemed like a major area, though. I just don't... And that was from the fourth one, right? Based on the fan Wikipedia. Yeah, the fourth one. Okay. I think. Pretty sure. Yeah. Thief's End. Yeah, I should remember that. But, like, honestly, I need to replay that game. I kind of want to replay that game. Really? Which is weird. Yeah. But I just... uh, I feel like... I don't know. I don't know why I don't have a lot of memory of that game. I just remember it being freaking gorgeous. I remember, like, the emotional impact. I remember some big big set pieces and, and, like, deeper conversations. And some really nice, quiet moments, too. You also played, like... Uh, at least two, three, and four really tight. I did. I, I wonder did. if it's running together, and that's why you... It could be. Yeah. It definitely could be. But yeah. Um, cool. I've only played the second one. Would you recommend the first, or should I? could I start it two and run through? I don't even know why I started it two. It was before I cared well, about shit. Two was better. Um, two was good. I liked it. Two is arguably the peak before four, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so every even number is good. Correct. Which is both even numbers. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think one is is not nearly as good as, as two, three, four. So I would skip it just I mean, from a mechanic yeah. standpoint. Does the story matter at that point? I mean, very little bit. It's more of just like a relationship thing. But like, if you played two, you know the people, so it's fine. Gotcha. I mean, yeah. I played two at least at this point, maybe eight, nine, ten years ago. Just watch a video, man. Don't watch play. a video. Don't replay. Catch it, it up. <laughs> right. Use YouTube. Yeah. All right, rapid fire. You ready? I got a few more here. I want to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, In what game would I find, uh, let's say, uh, Pittsburgh, and it's not a Madden game or a baseball game. It's not a sports game. Okay. Pittsburgh. 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 Games in the U.S. Games in the U.S., man. Hmm. I'm sure there's more than this one, but this is one that I think you should. 
remember a recent recent playthrough okay. for you. Okay. Semi-recent. I mean, the last five years for sure. Maybe even while you're on this podcast. Give another hint. You finished it definitely while you've been on this podcast. You um, you want Pittsburgh is not just a place you go. It's like a destination you want to be for a long part of the game. Like you're trying to get to Pittsburgh. Oh. Um, oh, uh, uh, f- 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 uh, fucking Last of Us. That's right. Yes. I forget what even happened. I just remember like, let's get to Pittsburgh. Trying to get to the hospital. The hospital. That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh. I thought I'd throw that in there because no, it's like familiar, it. but like, what game is that shit? Yeah, that could be almost anything. And Pittsburgh is not a game that, you, or not a place you see in a lot of a lot no, of games. No, not right? at all. You know, yeah, you Bethesda's don't not touched see a lot on it. Of the East Coast, unless it's fucking DC or Washington. Yeah, maybe Boston sometimes. or West Virginia. Yeah, suddenly, I don't know where. So that's cool. Pittsburgh. Yeah, what about Cyrene? C y r e n e. What game? That's is? gotta be Assassin's Creed. That's Origins. totally Assassin's yeah, Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that's like Cyrus or Cyrene. Or... Yeah. What about that map? I mean, tell me about it. Was gosh, it... I really like that map a lot. It's all Egypt, though, right? Like, it's all Egypt. Yeah. So it's very yeah. sandy, dooney. Yeah, but I mean, you still get some um, nice little like lowland wetland things okay. where you know you got the rivers obviously there that are going through yeah, a little there tigris little euphrates getting a little of that so you get some nice gators some nice gators uh, there's gators out there on gators, the nile buddy. big gators i didn't know I mean, that they're probably crocodiles the crocs yeah but uh do you so, wear crocs huh do you no, get to wear crocs no. oh okay well. no but like uh i think the the climbing in the game was much better so like i was able to enjoy some of the scenes more because the climbing wasn't as frustrating right um, no in what way like you you don't get like stuck on ledges and yeah, it yeah. flows a little better yeah. And, and I think they've like reduced the opportunity for handholds a little bit more. So it's not like you know how like if you're just in some Assassin's Creed, you're walking along, and you're just, you just get close to a wall, and immediately suddenly you're on it. Just like, <laughs> it's annoying as hell. Um, but yeah, yeah, I really, I, I don't know the the golden glow of that whole like world, and there's some really cool labyrinths and caves, and like getting inside the pyramids and. You know, there's some really cool. So a lot of this stuff, like you know, you might pop into a pyramid and pop out of a sewer somewhere else, kind of thing. You like it's all that. weirdly yeah. interconnected. And like the temples, and oh, the fucking, that's kind of neat. You know, the houses, Did like you the big that cities. One? Oh yeah, yeah nice. I beat that last year. Very cool. Yeah, I love it. Very cool, man. Um, very all right, sweet. one more real quick here. What what game has Pierre's General Store? Pierre. Pierre's General Store. General Store. That's right. Now, I don't know how obscure this is. Again, I didn't play. I only play one of the games okay. on the list. Of, I, I was, <laughs> you're just digging in. That's yeah, fine. that's fine. Just trying to find. I was like, what's a good location that doesn't seem obscure from my point of view, mm-hmm. but but maybe you should have either visited or would know about. Damn, it's not ringing a bell immediately. It feels like a general store. I mean, it feels like somewhat primitive, like maybe Red Dead or. I mean, Pierre would be a good guess. There is a whole French dollar there. I would say French Quarter, but it's a whole city. <laughs> <laughs> it's for them. It's for French quarters. quarters. Yeah. Um, damn. It's not ringing a bell, dude. It's. Uh, I would say it's close to Thimbleweed Park. Oh, Stardew just Valley. down the street. Okay. Yes, Stardew Valley. Stardew Stardew Valley. Valley. That's right. Now, do you do you remember Pierre's? I do. Store? I do. I just didn't think of it. Yeah, because there's okay. a place where like you can you can make money there initially by like selling your crops. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I got one more for you. All right, let's do it. Where in what game? Mm-hmm. In what in what game would you find a place called Pharaoh Isle or Pharaoh Isle? Pharaoh, but Isle. not like the not like it would be in Assassin's Creed Origins. <laughs> not the Egyptian Pharaoh, like Pharaoh Fawcett, like the lady that played yes. uh, Diane Downs in that yes. made for Lifetime movie about Diane Downs. I love it. Uh, it's a true crime riff. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> she murdered her family. Farrah Fawcett was hot. Um, Farrah Fawcett. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? Uh, Pharaoh Island. <laughs> Pharaoh Island. <laughs> or Pharaoh Isle. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. Okay. Well, uh, do you want a hint? Yes. Okay, so it was near an island. Uh, island-ish kind of place. Wind Waker? A lot of titties. Oh, fucking... A lot of titties. Witcher? Yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now, there, it gets titty. Yeah. It gets tittied up. <laughs> I would say to a gross amount. I would say too many titties in that game. I don't know. I'm going to have to play it to find out. <laughs> <laughs> you should play <laughs> I'll it. I'll do my research. It's a it's a, it's a lot of Um but yeah, actually, the Pharaoh or Pharaoh, I'm not exactly sure where the um, the emphasis goes. But um, it's actually a, kind of a reference uh, to an actual real place called Pharaoh Islands, which is between Iceland and Scotland. Huh. Out there in the North Atlantic. Does it look the same in The Witcher, you think? Probably I mean, I smaller. It's somewhat close. I mean, Iceland is somewhat Nordic, right? So I would say it's extremely, yeah. based on my so, yeah, pretty primitive cool. knowledge of Iceland. Pharaoh. That's cool. That game, Dope. that map, I mean, night is night. Mm-hmm. You know, dark and as hell. dark is dark. And that's one of the, like, when I played, like, say, Breath of the Wild or, um, you know, Skyrim, Fallout, like, all these games where, you know, you start out tentative. You don't want to veer too much off the beaten path. You want to explore a little bit, but you're weak. But eventually you get strong enough to where you feel confident anywhere you go. You got, right. you got your mini nukes. Up. You got all the magic. You got the Master Sword. Mm. Um, in The Witcher, though, I never felt confident straying too far off the beaten path. I felt like there was always something out there that could just ruin me. Mm-hmm. And that made that map such, you know, it added so much mystique to it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, there's so many dark spots on the map I didn't go to mm-hmm. that I can't get to unless I, I, you know, you can't fast travel there unless you've been there. It's scary as fuck. You know, at Some night of those it's... bogs are fucking creepy. I mean, it is. I really like that about that game. And, like, I still think about it sometimes when I go to play Red Dead. I'm like, I kind of want to just get in Witcher mm. and just, just tool around. Go really far in one direction and see what kind of shit I can find. Because like that game is, is you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, Dense. What, what's the name? What do they call it? An emergent environment or, like, it's constantly generating shit? Okay. It, you yeah, know, yeah. It's, a, it's alive. Like, you get there, you don't know. You can find, like, a side quest. You know, it's gotcha. kind of like Red Dead. You might see someone in need. You might need to do this, might need to do that. It has all that element to it. I just, ugh, it's so good. It's scary, though. I mean, it's intimidating. I like it. And I'm not very good at it. That was another thing about that game. There's It's a lot of... There's a lot of nuance with the way you can attack. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just like you can attack so many ways and I only focused on a few. That's fine. Yeah, that it, it may be that. weak, actually. Ah, uh, you needed to be round out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it probably did. Gotcha. Um, great game, though. Great map. Cool. Yeah, man. All right. Does that do it? It does it. I want to ask you a question. Do ask you prefer? Me. Do you prefer a map that mm-hmm. um, is is very contained? Mm-hmm. For me, like a original Legend of Zelda or a Batman Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. I know it inside and out. I'm intimate with it. That's why I love it. Or something very vast and intimidating, like say a Witcher or a Breath of the Wild, where it's like you can go for you know minutes, literally mm-hmm. minutes in a direction, not hit the end, and see all this wonderment, all of these things. But it's it's overwhelmingly huge. Mm-hmm. Is that better for you, or do you like? It's tough, right? Because I do like the exploration. I like the idea of of not knowing what I'll find. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can get that on a smaller map. You just kind of hit saturation quicker. I don't know. I think I think some of these worlds can get overwhelming. But I think I think, so. I think it's more the activities in the world that get overwhelming. Like GTA Five, 
Like I love the map, you know, the, the city, the it's beach, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's fun to just drive around yeah. in, but just the amount of stuff that you can do is kind of like overwhelming. It's like, well, I never bowled with my cousin, <laughs> you know? So I, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good point too, is that, you know, Red Dead is big, uh-huh. big sprawl map. Yes. Uh, it has different, I mean, it, it's basically representative of the United States. Yes. You got the icy North, you got the. Uh, mountainous Rockies, the desertous West, the swampy South, no Florida, thank God. Uh, <laughs> here at the Roanoke Valley area, which we right. are, which looks like where we live. And exactly. The pines of the Northeast. And I like that because while it's huge, I know where I'm at based on the scenery. Yes. I can look at some trees and be like, oh, I mean, I'm here. I need to go there or whatever. But there's some, I think there's some maps that are so dense and big, but represent a very small. Or, you know, like like GTA, for example, one side of the city looks like the other side of the city, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. huge, and I think that makes it overwhelming. It's like, there's a lot of this. Yeah. Like, if all of Red Dead was just the pines, it would feel too big. Yes. It's like, this is just a big fucking forest. I'll never figure all this shit out. Right. But if you, if you, you know, mix it up. Mix it up, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you get to know these, you get to know the zones, and then you build to know the map. Right. Rather than just knowing this one big monotonous piece of land. Yep. I think I think we unlocked it. I think that's it. Dude, I think that's great. We didn't even rehearse that part. No. That's fucking perfect. Great. That's great. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, maybe let us, let us know what your favorite places, what your favorite maps yeah, are. Talk about it. You know? Um, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Sorry we did it twice, or we're not sorry because yeah. I think it was better. Yeah. Uh, what are we at? Did we clock in a little? Were we, did we talk quicker? Uh, a little quicker, yeah. What are we at? Uh, 110? And a little more. 115? A little more. One. 21. A little less. Okay. Well, we'll just let you it You keep be. doing this and you're eventually going to hit it because we're just going to keep getting longer. <laughs> <laughs> 121? 121? Uh, Is it 121? So it's so <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, you know, let us know about t-shirts and bullshit like that. Uh, check us out everywhere you can. I'm at Trav Plays Games. I'm at the McAxel. We'll catch you next time. Peace. <laughs>